with the shot. Is who kicked the corner flag, the Premier League game show podcast, recorded for your listening ears from Kansas City, Missouri. I'm your host, James Rose, and I'm once again joined by the man who throws axes as part of his workout, can juggle balls of fire with his eyes closed, and loves pina coladas on a rainy day in November. It's Gerard Bustamante. Hello, Mr. Rose, how are you? Oh, I'm quite well, thank you. And we are delighted to welcome back the man who can sprint up Mont Blanc, can long jump over the Nile, and who can hike Mount Everest in his pyjamas. It's Boyce Richardson. How are you this evening? I'm great. I'm doing good. Um, Now, first of all, uh, I think it's fair, uh, Jared would probably agree with this as well, to allow Boyce at least 30 seconds, no more, to relish in his North London derby glory. So, Boyce, 30 seconds... Give us a quick overview, if you will, of the moments of the game. Your time starts now. I believe the moments of the game were probably the two goals that we scored and the somehow <laughs> overwhelmingly effective Peter Check performance that has been lacking during the 2017-2018 season. But uh, missed chances aside, it was weird to see an Arsenal team that was actually both resplendent and dominant within the same 90-minute period of time. And it just so happened to be... The one year that I missed. So congratulations, Arsenal fans. I failed to attend the North London Derby in North London, and Arsenal pulled out a 2-0 victory. So <laughs> I I'm think glad. a lot of people might say that you maybe need to hike up another mountain for them to win again, but I don't know. It's, it's not, but, uh... I'm willing to accept all GoFundMe campaigns to send me out of this country and send me up a mountain to ensure Arsenal somehow overtakes City this year. There you go. Yeah, you just got to get up um, the other mountains, the other tall ones, and uh, they might win the title. Let's get back to it. Um, and we're back with top four again. Um, we're including games from today's fixtures, just to throw that into the mix. Boyce gets to kick things off. So, Boyce, what do you think made the top four this weekend slash week? I would be remiss if I didn't go with the glorious, glorious return of the mighty Arsenal. <laughs> glorious to find. I like that. Uh, yes, you are correct. Uh, that did make the top four. It was only number four, believe it or not. And specifically speaking, it was the Burnley versus Arsenal game where Arsenal snatched a late win, 92nd or 3rd, 2nd minute. Um, So my question to you, boys, did, and this might be hard to answer, who knows, did Arsenal deserve the win? Would it have been fairer to be a tie game? What are your thoughts on the match? I think if you only analyze the first 30 minutes of the match, it would be hard to argue that Arsenal deserved even more than a particular point. But I think over the full 90-minute period that it became clear that Arsenal was the only team that was pressing forward. Mm-hmm. I believe that their possession statistics, even away at Turf Moor, were somewhere in the mid-60s. And especially in the second half, it looked like Arsenal had far more opportunities to score. I mean... There were at least two penalty shouts above and beyond the one that was finally awarded, including one on Hector Bellerin, where he basically got knifed down on the right-hand side of the box and no call was made. (laughs) I think that 
the center for the match was Lee Mason, who at some point finally decided that somebody clobbering another player over in the box might be warranted for a PK. But if you look at the last three Arsenal-Burnley matches, including those from the 16-17 campaign, Arsenal have scored game-winning goals beyond the 90th minute to win in all three of those matches against Burnley. So Interesting, yeah. Um, that that I, sounds true. Um, Jared, did you get a chance to see the game? Did you see the... The penalty call that obviously went Arsenal's way. Uh, the idea that Hector Bellerin is ever knifed down anywhere, I find absolutely hilarious. Uh, but uh, really, did take nothing away from uh, uh, and and I and I did see it. You know, uh, I think you know I've I've said this time and time again. You know, you uh, moving up the table, you're not only a, a question of talent but a question of luck, and really. Uh, uh, Burnley have really nothing to sneeze at here. We're talking about a, a, a team that's number seven, mm-hmm. and uh, but for some uh, uh, who's been uh, had some good luck uh, and and some bad luck. I mean, they're sitting at twenty two points, and uh, they could easily be uh, be above that uh, with uh, with another win. So I think Dyche is going to let this uh, uh, you know just kind of motivate his squad and. Uh, uh, they have nothing to sneeze at. Mm. Uh, losing to an Arsenal squad, which I, I fully admit is is capable, uh, but like like anything, it's just a matter of putting it together week in week out, and uh, certainly not as dominant performance as we saw against Spurs. But um, we'll see what happens uh, going forward. Uh, right, Jared, you're up next. Um, the fourth one is taken. We've still got first, second, and third available. So, what do you think? Uh, for including today's matches, uh, I'm going to fall on the sword because I want to say it and not let Boyce do it. Uh, but Spurs lost uh, to Leicester today 2-1. Uh, to one. You are absolutely correct. That snuck in to the list. I'll say somewhat last minute, but it did make it in there. Um, yes, Spurs did lose today 2-1 to one, uh, away at King Power Stadium. Um, so let's talk, let's talk about Leicester first of all, because we haven't spoken much about them in detail. Um, obviously got a new manager, things are starting to look a little promising for them, and I must say, two great goals. Um, so Jared, what do you think about Leicester moving forward? What do you think of their performance today? The, the comment that I saw that kind of hammers at home is that was, uh, if such a thing exists, vintage uh, Riyad Mahrez, uh, that second goal, uh, absolutely a thing of beauty, individual effort. Uh, I, you know, even the commentator saying, "Well, Vertonghen maybe could have closed down, but you don't expect you don't expect that that kind of magic." Yeah. Uh, and an absolutely fantastic strike, and to take nothing away from Jamie Vardy, uh, a one-touch chip volley over over Hugo Lloris just absolutely absurd. We had two moments of uh, uh, of individual brilliance, I would say, but. This is certainly a shot in the arm that the former title holders needed. Uh, mm. They they needed a uh, a win to kind of define their season and not to overstate it. Uh, this is this is something that can do that, uh, especially with individual efforts by two of the biggest names on this squad. Uh, if that doesn't fire up the Leicester faithful, uh, I don't know what does. Yeah, uh, and then Spurs, real quick, Jared. What do you think? Uh, what do you think on the, on their slight demise? What's what's really going? What's going on with them? There, you know, I've I've said this a time or two as well. Even back when they eked out uh, three points against Palace, that this team is tired and they simply need a break. Well, now they're starting to get bodies back. Uh, yeah. 
Eric Lamella made his first appearance for Furs in over a year today uh, and actually ended up assisting Harry Kane's goal. Yes. Uh, yeah, Danny Rose is now back in the squad. Uh, Victor Wanyama is back into training. So eventually I'm running out of excuses for Spurs. And in the 75th minute, uh, Christian Eriksen had an absolute sitter inside the six mm. and flubbed it for almost a throw in. So if mm. that doesn't sum up where they are right now in the premiership, they are flying in the champions league. Mm. And, uh, uh, if they could simply just harness that and translate it, uh, that would be useful. But mm-hmm. right now, they are uh, uh, snake bit. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Boyce, um, what, what do you think of, I mean, obviously, big rivals obviously with Arsenal, but do you think Spurs are facing something a little more serious, or do you think this is, as Jared suggests, maybe something that they can kind of bounce back from pretty quickly? I, I certainly have my suspicions over whether or not this is something that's just a temporary slip in form. I, I think what Spurs are encountering this year is the perils associated with trying to simultaneously run a Champions League run and a Premiership run at the same time. I think Jared's point is definitely correct that depth is playing a bit of an issue, but that issue certainly isn't going away anytime soon. And while this new uh, revamped roster of uninjured players may help Spurs in the short term, I'm not necessarily sure that it's an answer in the long term. Mm. You You got another goal from Harry Kane today, but... They're going to need a hell of a lot more of those if this is going to continue. And I, I think it was this weekend where Son came off the bench as opposed to being in the starting 11, which I thought was a little bit odd. I just wonder whether or not they have the offensive firepower and the player personnel capable of maintaining runs in both the league and the Champions League. All right, uh, let's move on. We have two spots left. Boyce, we're back to you. Uh, we still have the first spot open and number three. So what do you think? I think one of those has to be the Liverpool-Chelsea match. You would be correct. Yes, that takes a third spot, believe it or not. And that, of course, ended in a tie game. One goal apiece. Um, question right out of the gate. Can Liverpool beat the big boys? I mean, they struggled, obviously, against Spurs a few weeks back. Um, do, you, do you think they have the, the power or the, the, I say the manpower, obviously, to, uh, to beat the big guys? Well, I think the narrative about Liverpool at the beginning of the season was definitely correct, where they had the offensive firepower, I think, to stay with anybody. The question is the defense. They had a pretty easy time on the first game of the season when they were playing 12 men against 10 with Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain on the Arsenal roster. But when they started getting into the bigger teams, this year at least, the teams with more offensive firepower, they've had defensive issues. Now, I think this game is uncharacteristic of prior issues simply because no one can expect that William shot mm. to go in except maybe one in a thousand. That was obviously not a shot. It was a really <laughs> poorly attempted cross that somehow ended up in the back of the net, right. which probably the first time in the season, Simone Mignolet is not at fault for. But <laughs> That's a bad point. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Maintain a top four premiership run with that back line and Simone Mignolet in goal. It's just not going to work out. And with Liverpool's combined problems against the bottom half of the table and their apparent problems against the offensive firepower of the top half of the table, it's really hard right now to see even Mo Salah saving them as this campaign continues. Yeah, he has been, quite frankly, one of the, the stronger players. Um, Jared, let's talk about Chelsea. Um, should they have got more from this game? Was it a fair scoreline for them? What are their prospects moving forward? I think you have to you have to expect more. I mean, right now, Eden Hazard is just 
simply unstoppable, kind of mm-hmm. doing anything he, he likes on the pitch. Uh, looking at Chelsea going forward, they have a pretty uh, – their next four matches in the Premiership, uh, home to Swans, home to Newcastle, at West Ham, and at Huddersfield, mm-hmm. uh, with, a, uh, with a match against Atletico Madrid uh, right there in the middle. So I think going forward – uh, if they can just continue this run of form against maybe some uh, 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 some weaker opponents, uh, they can they can really uh, well. No one's keeping pace with City right now, but uh, mm. maybe uh, keep the gap from widening even more. Right. Um, uh, so long as people stay healthy. And again, uh, uh, I, I agree with Boyce. You know that that was not a shot uh, from William, <laughs> but. Again, you know, you got to be a little bit lucky. And right now, uh, things are kind of falling their way. Uh, obviously, not entirely. Uh, 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 not taking full points from the match. But uh, if, if Eden Hazard uh, continues to play the way he's playing, then uh, uh, Chelsea can Chelsea can do some damage. Mm-hmm. He's certainly on a flying form once again. Uh, right, we have one spot left. Jared, you're up. Can you guess it? Number one, what made it? Uh, I'm going to say Southampton... Continuing Everton's woes, the four-one thumping last you week. You are correct. You got it. You got the four points this week. Nice work. Yes, the scoreline was four-one. Everton, as you said, continue to suffer despite a Sigurdsson cracker. What do we think, if anything, can fix Everton? They seem to be on a slippery downward slope. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Great voice. <laughs> I, it, you, you remove Lukaku, and yeah. uh, it just. You know, down the tank. Uh, you know, uh, you have uh, we've we've talked about uh, some of the personnel choices in the past. Uh, I believe Boyce mentioned you know, a few weeks ago. I think it was a guilty circus was actually on the bench for some reason, mm. uh, or playing playing out of position. Uh, easily their best player, uh, and uh, now I, I believe Baines is out mm. uh, with an injury, uh, and uh, uh, they have somebody else who took a knock. But I. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying pack it in because it's only it's not even December, but goodness gracious, I I have not to take anything away from Southampton. Uh, you put four past the Premiership, you're doing something right. Mm. But uh, Everton, uh, uh, the the flags are upside down. Uh, yeah. They need help. They do, yeah. And they're they're even talking about getting Sam Allardyce as a potential replacement. So, boys, let me ask you: Would that be would he be a suitable candidate for the job, or do you think that has got disaster written all over it? I think that has disaster written all over it. Yeah. And I mean, all jokes aside about him potentially coaching the U.S. men's national team or at least volunteering for tribute and that sinking ship as well. <laughs> I, the idea that Sam Allardyce is going to come in and fix this offensive dumpster fire is just ridiculous. I mean, if anything, Allardyce is quasi-known as a tactically defensive coach. When you're looking at Gilfie Sigurdsson, Aaron Lennon, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Kevin Morales, and Wayne Rooney aging over the hill Wayne Rooney as some sort of offensive juggernaut in the Premier League, it just I just don't see it. I mean, this defense might be good enough to stop some of the teams from scoring goals, but the offense is woeful and in no way capable of scoring enough goals to compete. I, I honestly think... Unless Everton finds some offensive diamond in the rough over the course of this campaign, that there's a really, really 
large likelihood that they might go down. Mm, no, I, th- I think you're right with that. And then a real quick note on Southampton too. Yeah, again, we haven't talked much about them, but um, moments of brilliance for them, obviously. Um, obviously, they do have some previous games where they didn't do so well. Um, do we see anything in Southampton this season? Mid-table finish, perhaps? I, I think that that's probably correct. I honestly think it depends on whether or not Virgil van Dijk sticks around for the rest of the year, just because he has given them some some defensive solidity. I, I'm an admitted fan of Dusan Tadic. I thought his goal was great. I, I think he has a wealth of talent. It's just a matter and you know, they need a little bit more than Charlie Austin around him mm-hmm. to uh, finish higher than mid-table. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared, any notes on Southampton? Boys took the words right out of my mouth. I don't think Southampton can rely uh, consistently on a brace from Charlie Austin, uh, as hardworking as he is, uh, going forward. So, uh, echo what boys saying. Right. Uh, let's move on to the next game. And we're back with Extra Time, the game where each contestant has 60 seconds to discuss a Premier League topic without repetition, hesitation, or deviation. Or the other person can steal the time for the points. Jared, you're going to go first this week. So, for 60 seconds, please discuss Aaron Ramsey. Your time starts now. I don't want to. Hair notwithstanding, Aaron Ramsey continues to flummox. I don't understand how a a Welsh team with him on it and Gareth Bale and the like uh, fails. Oh, we got a sneaky challenge from Boyce. What is it, Boyce? I think he said don't twice, even though I don't want the full wealth of these seconds. Do <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to give you I think he did say don't twice. You're right. Um, so It's almost a punishment for an for a gunner to have to talk about Aaron Ramsey for 60 <laughs> seconds. So I think that's fine. Well, you've got 50, Boyce, so go for that's 50 cool. seconds. Your time starts now. Oh, boy. Uh, Aaron Ramsey has managed to frustrate Arsenal fans and basically the rest of the league for the entirety of his time with the club. I think he's had some moments of brilliance throughout this year, but it's hard to believe that his greatest contribution... Challenge. Oh, challenge. Yes, Jared. His. His is correct. Yep, we're getting those getting those little words in there. Uh, Jared, the topic's back with you. 24 seconds. Your time starts now. It's odd that Aaron Ramsey comes in and out of Arsene Wenger's squad so frequently. I can't figure out where Aaron is supposed to start, where the player is supposed to fit in. I think... Th- this is more of a commentary challenge. on the... Oh, a challenge right in there. Yes, boys. What? The word in. The word in. <laughs> okay. The word, We're going to need in. some ground Yes, he did say that. You also said the word where twice as well. I thought he was going to pick up on that. But anyway, boys, you have two glorious seconds to complete the topic. Your time starts now. Sign the contract. <laughs> it's a good one. Yes, you got the points. Congratulations, boys. Those are for you. I'm going to mark it down on my school pad. Uh, and you get the next topic. So, for 60 seconds, boys, please discuss Danny Rose. Your time starts now. Can I echo Jared's claim that I don't want to? <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason behind my madness, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, the Mighty Midget's having himself quite the campaign this year. Uh I was never a big fan 
generally since the beginning of his time with Spurs, but it's been impressive to see what Rose has been able to accomplish throughout the campaign. Uh, Admittedly, watching their performances, he's not one that sticks out primarily because he's juxtaposed against the likes of Kane. Challenge. Challenge, Jared. He's. 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 Yep, he's. Least small words like he's and in and of and it, but yes, a fair challenge. Uh, Jared, the topic is back with you. Twenty-four seconds. Your time starts now. I think there's something to be said for Danny Rose's malcontent. That Sun Times article over the summer certainly didn't help between Mauricio Pochettino and Danny. Having Danny back. In the squad. Really? And you got it. That's the time. Nice work, Jared. Taking the points. Good stuff. Danny Rose for the win, maybe. Um, uh, you He's both probably got the links. Uh, but in case you didn't, uh, they both claimed a penalty appeal in the 92nd minute. The difference, of course, Ramsey got his. Danny Rose didn't get his. We like a fun tie-in. Uh, right, for the last game of the day, we're going to play Player Profile. This is where I list five stats of a current Premier League player, each one easier than the last. The first person to shout in and correctly guess said player wins the two points. Uh, but remember, you only get one guess. An incorrect shot does freeze you out. So again, shout your own names. The usual drill. So here we go then. Our first player is a striker. Was loaned to Leicester City in 2013. Has made 125 appearances for his current club. Has scored 87 goals for Spurs. Boyce. Oh, Boyce, what is it? Fernando Llorente. It is not Fernando Llorente. You are currently freezed out and there's only one clue left. Can Jared get it? Considered one of their own. Harry Kane. Harry Kane is correct. Gets the points. Nice work there. Kind of surprising those stats when you think he was loaned to Leicester back in 2013, but he was. Um, good stuff. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. Um, right, next player is a Swedish international. Previously play, played, excuse me, for a French club. Jared. Oh, yes, Jared. Anthony Martial. Anthony no, Marshall is a that good is not guess, who I meant. but is incorrect. He's uh, uh, he frozen out. So, Boyce, you get the other clues. Uh, recently returned from international football. Now plays for Man United. His name begins with Z. <laughs> Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yes, that is the correct answer. You have taken the points for that one. Nice work. Good stuff. That right. happens when you read the name in front of you and not the name that you have in your head. Um, you got to just go with your gut. That's what it is. That's how you win these things. <laughs> uh, ah, right. Two bad number. first guesses in a row. Excellent. There you go. Uh, right. Uh, number three is a defender, a Spanish international. Shares his name with a famous salad. Jared. Yes, Jared. Cesar Aspilicueta. You are correct, sir. Got the two points. The salad clue was the giveaway. And in case you're interested, the other clues were plays for Chelsea and has a long, hard name, to last name, hard to pronounce. Well, I can't even speak. Um, but I'm glad <laughs> you did it well, so that's good. Um, two more players to get. Here is number four. He plays for Swansea. Used to play for Sheffield United. 
good friends with Kyle Walker, currently plays as a defender, used to play for Spurs. Oh, that's, that's a tough one, actually. Any guesses? Any guesses? Voice. Yes, voice. Mm. Oh, he called his name, but he doesn't have Federico, Federico Fernandez. Is incorrect. Nice try, but uh, sadly wrong. Jared, have you got anything? It's a Federico Fazio, isn't it? Is it Kyle? Actually, is uh, is Carl Norton? Carl uh, Norton used God. to play for Spurs. Currently plays for Swansea, and is still good friends with Carl Walker. Uh, right, last one. Let's see if we can get points here. Uh, this player used to play for PSG. Is a French international. Played for Newcastle for three seasons. Now plays for Crystal Palace. His first name... Uh, is it first name? Yeah, his first name rhymes with... Oh, hi! Voice? <laughs> voice, yes, voice! Johan Kabai? You're correct, sir! <laughs> yes, it is Johan Kabai! Oh, hi! <laughs> point where I get kind of desperate for clues and I'm thinking something easy they'll get it off this but still you think maybe not uh yes but the answer is Johan Kabai congratulations on that but that is the game so let me quickly add up the points to make sure there is no final confusion da, 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 da. okay the final score based on today's contest Boyce has come away with nine points Jared has taken the win with 13 points congratulations Jared how do you feel Oh, feel better if Spurs won today. That is true. If only the teams that we love so near and dear are winning. But uh, anyway, uh, congratulations on this win at least. But that is all we have time for today. So big thanks once again to Jared Bustamante and Boyce Richardson, to Skype for being our technical providers, and to David Moyes for just being David Moyes. Be sure to check out our Twitter page at Kick Corner Flag for little insights and fun remarks. Uh, Jared, any final words? Till next week, my friend. Until next week, and boys. Up the arse. Oh, I love it. Every week's going to be something about Arsenal. Uh, right, thanks so much for listening, guys. See you next week. Take it easy. Bye-bye.